Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining me on another episode of the Real Estate Connection with your host, podcast real estate broker, Stephen Thayard, uh, living up here, living the dream in Northern California, California DRE number 017-00019. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. So we are going to just jump right on in. Okay, so have you ever been woken up in the middle of the night by shaking, rattling, and rolling? Or you feel that sudden jolt and then in your house, right? Have you ever felt that and wondered, oh my gosh, is this the big one? How long is it going to last? How, how much damage could it possibly do to my home? If that's you, then you're going to want to stay tuned to this episode right now. Oh my goodness, I got a phone call coming in. We're going to decline that uh, because you can hear it in the background. <laughs> Technology picks up everything. Anyway, if that's you, if that is you and you're wondering, hey, how much damage could an earthquake do to my home? Uh, I've always kind of wondered about earthquake insurance and how it works. Today's episode is for you. Again, this is Stephen Thayard with the Real Estate Connection, and we're going to ask, what's the deal with earthquake insurance today? So if you have any friends or family that have been thinking about it, or if you've wondered or other people have wondered, if you're on Facebook, hit that thumbs up button and share it out to your friends and family. And if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the like button. Uh, it helps with the numbers to get it shared out to more people so they can get the information themselves. And you will not miss another episode if you subscribe to both of those channels. And if you want to find me, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts under the Real Estate Connection. Just type it in the search bar and you'll find it. Or you can go to Podbean. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com, podbean dot com. Search the Real Estate Connection and you'll be able to find me there. And then just subscribe and that way you'll never miss any more content. But let's jump into this question. What's the deal with earthquake insurance? So my first topic or beginning of this conversation is, do you remember where you were on October 17th, 1989 at 5.04 p.m. when the 6.9 Loma Prieta earthquake hit the San Francisco Bay Area? I know where I was at. I was um, finishing up a day at San Jose State University and I was driving home and all of a sudden, the radio went out, and I remember that very specifically because I was listening to the San Francisco Giants 
in the World Series playing their game that afternoon or early evening, and the radio cut out. And then I remember the back end of my car feeling like the axle was sliding out from underneath me, and then I looked up and I saw light poles waving back and forth like I've never seen before. And I pulled, needless to say, I pulled over, but I know exactly where I was during the Loma Prieta earthquake of 1989. So there was a lot of damage. There was a lot of damage. And if you were anywhere um, living during that time frame, anywhere in the United States or in California, you saw all sorts of coverage on television showing the Bay Bridge, uh, part of it collapsing. You saw the pancaking of the freeways collapsing on top of one another. You saw, you saw buildings leaned over or toppled over into San Francisco and fires and all of that stuff. However, if you actually were living locally, you may not have been affected that much by the 6.9 level earthquake that happened back in 1989. There were certain pockets of the Bay Area that got absolutely hammered, and there were other pockets of the Bay Area where all there was was books flying off the shelves um, or um, chairs or things falling over, and it was just kind of a nuisance cleanup. There was some power out in other spots, and power was on in the rest of the in the rest of the state or the rest of the Bay Area. So. There was $162 million in damage and approximately 12,000 homes that were affected by the earthquake. But here's the rub. Is it worth having earthquake insurance when your home could be one of the 12,000 that had severe damage or one of the hundreds of thousands of other homes in the Bay Area that had little to no damage at all. So earthquake insurance is a weird thing. It's expensive and we're gonna get into that. Uh, there's a high deductible and we're gonna get into that as well, but it's almost like going to Vegas and betting on the fact that you're gonna lose. And the bet costs a lot of money. If you lose, it's great, you're covered. But if you don't lose, then all of a sudden, all this money is going out the window and you really have nothing to show for it. So stay tuned. We're going to keep on rolling through this and talk about earthquake insurance. So little background. Why earthquake insurance? Earthquakes in the United States are not, again, not covered under standard homeowners or business insurance policies. Coverage is available either in the form of an endorsement or a separate policy for homeowners, renters, and small business owners. And this information comes directly from the website of the insuranceinformationinstitute.org. So if you want to read it for yourself, go to the website iii.org. iii.org. All right, so I have to give credit uh, for the information uh, coming from the Insurance Institute for providing this stuff. So, unlike flood insurance, okay, earthquake coverage is available from private insurance companies rather than from the government. Now, if you have any questions about flood insurance, I did a podcast previously specifically on flood insurance, and you can find that if you go to Apple Podcasts 
and look up the real estate connection and scroll through the titles, you'll find an episode that I did in the past just specifically on flood insurance. Or if you want to find it, you can go to podbean.com if you're looking for information on flood insurance. But unlike flood insurance, which is offered by the federal government, earthquake insurance is offered by private companies. Okay, so if you have any specific uh, questions about your particular situation and you want to discuss it with me further, give me a call, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I'd be happy to answer questions about your specific situation and how it relates to whether or not you think you should get earthquake insurance or any other real estate related matters for that reason at, as well. Again, California DRE number 01700019. So what is the cost of earthquake insurance? The cost of earthquake insurance is calculated on a per $1,000 basis. So the cost can range from $1 to $10 depending on the risk of earthquakes where your home is located and the type of house being insured. A brick home having more risk of significant damage while a wood home has less risk will absolutely play into whether or not the cost per 1000 again, is either a dollar or $10 or somewhere in the middle. So earthquakes, all right, so again, we're going to do a calculation on what that would look like. So if, for instance, based on where your house is located in the state of California and the type of structure you have, whether it's a wood frame house that tends to move a little bit when it's bolted to the concrete versus a brick home that may shake, vibrate, and come completely all apart, um, you will have a different cost per 1000 for your earthquakes insurance. So let's say, for instance, it's $3 for every $1,000 of value in your home. So if your home is worth $700,000, you would take the $3 times $700,000, your annual premium would be $2,100 annually or $175 a month. Okay, so that's a significant amount of money for a lot of people. So is it worth it? Well, that's just the premium we haven't even looked at what the deductibles are. Dealing with insurance, it's always important to look at what your insurance policy covers and what your deductible is. So for instance, if your house is insured against a broken a water pipe in the house and it breaks and you have flooding and you need to replace drywall, carpeting, and the plumbing fixtures, if your deductible is, say, $5,000 and the cost for all of the um, repairs is $5,000, it's all out of pocket, right? So if the cost is $10,000 to make all the repairs, your deductible is five, so you pay for the first five and the insurance pays for the next. So it's important to know what the, the, the deductible is as well as the cost of the insurance because it, it, it plays a role in your decision-making process. 
So, earthquake insurance carries a deductible generally in the form of a percentage rather than a dollar amount, okay? So deductibles can range anywhere from 2% to 20% of the replacement value of the structure. This means that if it costs 100,000 to rebuild a home and there was a 2% deductible, the consumer would be responsible for the first $2,000. Okay, do you understand that concept? If not, give me a phone call. We can walk through it on the phone because um, we probably don't have enough time here to dive deep into it. Again, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817 is the number if you want to call me and talk about this in more detail about your specific situation. Insurers in states with higher than average risk of earthquakes often set minimum deductibles at around 10%. In most cases, consumers can get higher deductibles to save money on earthquake insurance premiums. Okay, so for example, in California, if it is a 10% deductible for a house valued at $700,000, the deductible would be $70,000. Therefore, you as the insurance policy holder would be required to pay the first $70,000 and then insurance would cover the remaining damage. So you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? If you're living in California and you're looking at a 10% deductible with the median cost or medium value of a home, say in the Bay Area, around a million dollars, 10% of a million is 100 grand. So there would have to be significant damage to your home before the insurance policy would kick in. And that's the big question because we never know how big or destructive an earthquake will be. Oftentimes we get them in the one to 3.5 uh, degree on the Richter scale, which is a nice little shaking and bumping where you notice it, but it doesn't cause significant damage. Damage, And even in the last large earthquake that was 6.9, only 12,000 structures in the Bay Area had extremely significant damage to them where I think you would definitely benefit from having earthquake insurance. So again, it's a gamble. It's a bet on whether or not you're going to lose in an earthquake. So let's talk about the California Earthquake Authority. In 1969, the California legislature established the California Earthquake Authority called the CEA as a public managed, largely privately funded entity. The CEA is now the largest provider of earthquake insurance in the United States with more than 1 million policies in force in California at the end of 2017. So this data is four years old, so it's probably grown since then. The standard CEA policy includes a deductible that is 15% of the home's replacement cost. So remember, we were saying 10%, right, of a million, 100 grand. 15%, $150,000. That's a big deductible. The basic policy covers only the house. Other structures such as garages, pools, and etc. are not covered. 
Personal possessions are covered up to $5,000 and loss of use expense expenses, the additional cost of living elsewhere while the home repairs are made, are covered up to, uh, I believe, $1,500, but I have to double check that. Rec recognizing that some people want more comprehensive coverage, the CEA also offers a 10% deductible insurance for other structures. Personal line, personal items covering up to 100 grand and 15,000 in loss of use coverage. Premiums vary widely among uh, the 19 rating territories based on the type of house, its age, the nature of the soil, uh, proximity to known fault lines. The CEA has reserves of about nine billion dollars. So I know that was a lot. We went really fast, but you know it's a 20-minute show, and we have a lot to cover. So. Just know that if you're looking for earthquake insurance in the state of California, you're going to go to the California Earthquake Authority. Verify if the deductible is still at 15% because this data is a few years old and, and look into it. But even so, that's a large deductible for a house in the Bay Area where our median prices uh, in San Jose and the surrounding cities is approximately a million dollars. Okay, so that's that's a big number. And so is it worth it for you and your family? So what are the pros and cons of earthquake insurance? The credit for this goes to um, Myla Arojo, the balance.com article dated uh, July 1st, 2019. So pros, if, you're, if your house is damaged, basically you're covered for whatever the um, the insurance covers. And again, read the policy and know what it is. And then it also can cover additional living expenses outside of uh, waiting to get the house repaired. And it also can cover um, uh, personal items. And depending on how much cover you, coverage you want, you can get additional coverage. Okay, so what kinds of damage do earthquakes cause? Uh, partial to total destruction of a building, building collapse, Structural damage to buildings that create dangerous circumstances and require repair. Structural damage to additional structures on your property, including items like swimming pools. Damage to other property and landscaping. Explosions, fires, gas leaks, landslides, avalanches, flash floods, and tsunamis. Don't forget, we live in a coastal area. And when there's an earthquake off the coast, it, it can absolutely cause a tsunami. There are tsunami warning uh, horns uh, along the coastline of California just in case that happens. And if you remember, I believe it happened in Japan where there was an earthquake that caused a tsunami. So it's a big deal. It's a water surge that comes on land and it just keeps on coming and it cause, causes significant damage. So if you're on the coast, earthquake insurance might sound more attractive just for the issue of, of tsunamis that may hit. Now, what are the cons of buying earthquake insurance, all right? In some states, mainly those with the highest risks, earthquake insurance can be costly. You have to decide if it's more likely that you will suffer from paying the high price of earthquake insurance versus taking the risk that an earthquake will not destroy your home. Even when you have earthquake insurance, you will have a high deductible to pay relative to the deductible on the regular home insurance policy. The deductible for earthquake insurance is often a percentage of the coverage of the building amount like 5, 10, or 15% of the building's insured value. So, again, earthquake insurance is a gamble. You're basically betting that you're going to lose heavy 
in an earthquake in order for it to pay off. You may take the approach of if the earthquake is massive and it affects the, con the community at large, maybe national FEMA um, or federal funds will come in to help save people. And then you're really uh, relying on the insurance of the federal government versus your own individual policies or coverage. That is an approach that some people take. I'm not saying I recommend it, but it is a thought process. Just like when there is a, a wide devastation from hurricanes or tornadoes, you have the federal government that comes in and provides dollars to help uh, rebuild in those areas. So if it is a massive earthquake in the Bay Area that affects large swaths of land and homes and businesses, then you might see the federal government step in and help out despite you having no earthquake insurance. Uh, what can you do to protect your home for, or from an earthquake? First of all, check to see if your home is properly bolted to the concrete perimeter foundation. Most new construction is absolutely that way. Older construction may not have it. You'll want to get that check. checked. Have your brick chimney inspected to make sure it is secure for a future earthquake. And check to see if you have any major gas lines running through your property and know where they are located a la the, the pipe explosion that happened up the uh, northern peninsula a few years back that wiped out in a neighborhood from, a, from a, a gas pipe in a person's backyard that exploded and then caused a chain reaction throughout the neighborhood. So know where you have major gas lines, whether it's just for your feeding the house so you can go turn it off with that special key that everyone should have in their house. You should have a gas shutoff wrench or if you have a major gas line running through your property, get that checked out. That's it. We've covered earthquake insurance. I've gone a little bit longer than I wanted to, trying to keep these podcasts to about 20 minutes. So I want to thank you all for joining me today. Again, if you have any questions about your specific situation and whether or not it would be a good idea for you to carry earthquake insurance coverage, give me a call. I am not an insurance agent, but I can at least, you know, logically help you walk through it and then if you do need to talk to an insurance agent call your local um, your homeowner's insurance uh, whether no matter what company it is and just ask them if they don't cover it call CEA the California Earthquake Authority walk through it with them visit their website um, and see what kind of coverages they have to offer and maybe give them a phone call as well to find out how much it would cost and to confirm whether that deductible is still 15% of your value I'm going to leave you with this. It's from Luke 638. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So remember to be kind. Give that generously. Remember to give to those who are in need. Give that generously. And if you have extra time to help those who, who need assistance in their lives anywhere, give that generously as well because it's promised that it will be given back to you. So with that, God bless you. God bless the United States of America as I look for my cover uh, page for my outro here. Oh, here it is. Uh, and uh, thank you for joining me and we'll see you next week on another episode of The Real Estate Connection. All right, take care and bye-bye. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist Stephen Thayard.
License Cal DRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.